episode today, Aaron, to, to bring it back to what we worked on today. Let me tell you that in a lot of the things that I've done over the last two months with Izzy, um, today was one of the most exciting and profound um, for only one reason. And Izzy has no clue about where I'm going with this. Izzy, would you come in and sit by me? Because I want you to be able to get me. What happens when we're first going into the Capitol, Izzy has his backpack on, you know, we're thinking we're going to walk a couple times because we have quite a, a large group. We have a dozen people there. And we're thinking we're going to circle the Capitol. And then we're kind of doing it, you know, um, we're kind of freewheeling through this. And so I'm behind taking pictures and Izzy's got his pack on what he walks down the highway with, with his sign and everything. And then we're, we're getting to security and there's a little bit of a line and I go, um, Izzy, why don't you just give me the pack? And I had no idea. And, and he goes, give you my pack. And I go, I'll take it back to the van. Just go in. I'll run it back to the van. He goes, well, I'll run it back. And I go, Izzy, give me the pack. I'll take it back. And so it's like, give it up. You know, let me carry it. And he goes, well, you got to at least put one strap on it. So I get the pack. I got it slung up on my back, kind of looking normal. You know, I'm I'm not crawling yet, because it's a big pack. And I start walking. And then I realize, holy cow, everybody's looking at me and reading this sign. I mean, they stop, turn around, and they look at me. And I'm going, I'm going to get groupies. <laughs> he knows. Is he knows. But he's kept this secret, see. He doesn't say, Jeff, I give you this pack. People are going to start following you. It's very true because everybody that I met, every single one, read the sign, looked at me, and I got a little bit of this. Yeah. And I had nobody do, you know, this, but I understood some people studying me, wondering what that's about. It's all about the messaging and the way that he is walking across this country. And putting that sign on a local rural road that people drive by. Can't tell you the times he's gotten the honks. I really got to the van and I went, okay, this is Izzy's back. I'm putting it here and I'm not putting it back on because everybody stares and everybody um, has a thought about it. And a lot of them, if I would have just said, hey, what about term limits? They would have stopped and talked to me right there when I was walking yeah. back out. They were all headed in to the Capitol to do their stuff. And it didn't matter who, dressed right. in suit, other activists that were going there, lobbyists, everybody paid attention. And um, so I have a lot more respect for what he's doing with messaging and the actual walking and showing people that you're willing to put a foot in front of another one and go thousands of miles. I'm pretty much just, I'm, I'm very humbled by who I uh, ride around with here a little bit. I think it's going to in the long run, I think Izzy's walk is going to help just sort of unite people behind the cause. I mean, it's already popular through the roof, right? But it's going to kind of unite people around, you know what, let's get serious about this and do it. Um, there's something about this whole, you know, I'm going from one destination to another that really kind of, I think it's going to inspire people to kind of get in, because in line. How many people jog? How many people go out for a walk? Yeah. They can relate. What would that be like for me to do that? And then they're humbled. Like, here's a person that is willing to do it for an issue I agree with. Right. 
majority of people agree with it. That's that's the crazy that's thing. Uh, what the eighty-two percent with nine uh, percent that just says I don't know. Well, hey, I guarantee you that poll since that poll more than you know that nine percent has changed their mind and said, yeah, something's wrong. Right. Yeah. Congress looks at interest, not ours. No doubt and about it. I had my hopes up to meet a bear on the way so I could mace him, you know, but the bear mace. Bear, that's bear mace or something, right? Is he, what? It's just a little bear. Oh, it's just a little <laughs> bear. Or a little bear. <laughs> cub mace. Yeah, cub mace. Yeah. <laughs> so we, 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 now I, I think it's worth mentioning. I know we talked about like, kind of like war stories and about actually kind of more in the funny vein of the fighting that happens and how sort of ridiculous the egos involved can be uh i guess including my own <laughs> thinking but uh, uh there really is and this fight for something to be done that's really you know hard to do there is there are some real heartbreaks that we've seen you know i mean we just had that rough go in in louisiana with god knows whatever the heck that was happening when they tabled it um yeah. uh, I know that you know, I was thinking back to West Virginia that first year that that hit in the gut pretty darn hard. I know we worked so hard on that state day after day after day after day away from home, you know, and you get to that point, you really think that you're going to get it done. And then just because some, I don't know, for whatever reason, some ego decided, you know, his, his own interests are more important than that of his voters. You know, it's just gone. It's a tough part, right? Isn't it? It's really kind of like I'm watching a, you know, the Boston Bruins in a little bit and the hockey playoffs, they're facing elimination. And it really is kind of like uh, being a sports athlete on a team sport. Like you have a season and it comes to an end and every team in the league and all those hundreds of players, they play for nothing but to win a championship and nothing, nothing less than that is satisfactory. And so it's like when, when you get, when you're out, it's such a kick in the gut, you know what I mean? Yeah, going back to West Virginia, uh, take for instance, you and I, uh, we had gotten that apartment up there in six to eight weeks. We shared an apartment. I moved my family up there. Yep. That was more or less was officially working with us. And he was just, he, he was kind of cooking supper for us, keeping the kids. And while you and I were day in, day out there all day long, devoting everything that we had to the effort to get it done. And it was uh, I mean, a, a kick in the gut was it was pretty much it at the end of that when that final signed eye gavel on at midnight on that final day when we didn't get our vote. I mean, I'm not a very emotional chick. I don't cry about things. I don't get upset. And I cried and I actually ran out of the chamber and left my then eight year old son behind where I was just I, I, I made a beeline out of there. I thought I was actually going to lose my stomach on the people in front of me because it was that devastating to me that we had done so much work and gotten so far. And I realized that when we're working together, like when we get people today, like we did when we get people to get together for a capital day and we let them know what the process is. And these are people that have full time jobs of their own, their children, their daycare, their everything. And their lives are not solely in wholly devoted to this as a full-time effort, but they are really passionate and care about it. And they get involved with us and they show up and they have high expectations of these people that they've been taking their time out to work on uh, alongside us with us kind of teaching them what the process is. And it's a kick in the gut for everybody. And it's really hard not for people not to give up. 
And it takes a lot of effort to go back again and do it again and again and again because it takes many times so far. And people it, people get really frustrated right. and disenfranchised in the process and in the politicians that are supposed to be representing them. And, you know, we need to encourage people to stay the course that it, sometimes it takes a long time, but um, you will have a lot of heartbreak in the process. So, yeah, okay. I was just going to say just uh, real shortly that, you know, I think uh, Izzy's going to find that he's a real kindred spirit with us in this regard because he's still got a what, couple thousand plus <laughs> miles to go on his journey. And he, you know, you're going to run into setbacks. I mean, just stuff's going to happen. Murphy's Law will be following. And, uh, you know, you got to dust yourself off and keep trudging on. And we know all about that. So you're in good company, Izzy. <laughs> We've been doing this a few years now. And and what we all agree is that we started out with a with a small bulldozer headed to Washington, and we're we're getting we're getting donor support, which is the most valuable thing that we have, and also we're getting voter support, and that increases along with donor support. And when you see something like what Shannon's talking about happen in West Virginia, that builds our effort even stronger because people see that they're being denied what they've been after for years. Right. So we, we, as we head down this road and get another state like West Virginia finally going, okay, you know, they want this bad enough, let's pass it. And then of course, Tennessee and then North Carolina where we're at. And then we have somebody as basic and grassroots as Izzy that brings more focus on it. Our bulldozer, gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And I I really worry that Washington doesn't see this coming. The momentum is astounding. The people that we meet, and mostly, and I hear a lot of it, going down the road, it's thumbs up. What do we do to help? Uh, who do we call? How do we email? And the, the, um, the folks that are with us in spirit walking this walk, are just as important just supporting the phone calls it all makes a huge difference and the bulldozer continues to grow every single year and that's by bulldozer i mean the american voter the american citizen the constituent of every state we're going into when you when you have 85 percent approval in some areas it's it's 80 85 percent in most and um probably the only place that's not 85% would be Washington, D.C., and I just had to figure out why that would be. Right. <laughs> yeah, I think, um, what was I going to say? The me um, we messaging is just, it's really ringing loud and pure right now, especially with Izzy's Walk and, and where we're headed with this. Media's been good. Well, I, I'd like to add to that on the media part and on his walk is, He's uh, Izzy is he's pretty quiet here. You know, we we talk, we talk a lot, but he's doing something that raises awareness that like we met people even today that didn't know that we existed and that this effort existed until they had heard some of the media efforts and the things that have been going out on this. Oh, interesting. So something that we need to do is we need to support his effort in this because this is not free to him. This is not something that it's not easy to do. I mean, how many people do you know that could just 
pick up and walk and carry a son and stay in places that were um, less than safe and do it because they were so passionate about a cause. And, you know, he has, you know, I know exactly one guy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And so, of course, our organization that we work for, uh, obviously, we get donations and we get things that support the efforts that we do. But um, he needs his own support in doing what he does. Hey, I'll just say right now, I hate asking for money and I don't I don't I don't care anymore because I mean, I'm going to finish it. Like if I don't get some donations before this month's over, I'm going back to work for a little while and it's fine because I'm going to finish I'm going to finish what I set out to start if I live. It ain't about me. It's like this country ain't never going to get any better until we change this one thing. Not I don't care what your issue is. These legislators will not address it properly until the office itself is changed. The system's changed. Yep. I don't want to talk about who's in there, what color their demographic is. It's too late for that now. It is what it is. We have to change the system and that's what life is about. We have different technology today than we had back in the 60s. You know, Elon Musk is landing rockets on the backs of ships. You know, not because we had used the same technology. So the document that was 250 years old was, you know, a predecessor, but it cannot be the end-all be-all without modification through approval. You know, it's like, yeah, well, you know, the, the founders provided in their own exactly. document, they, they knew and they said so that, well, there's just going to be some problems that arise later that we didn't foresee or that circumstances change. And so you got to adapt. And that's why they provided a provision for amendment, because they knew you would have to at some point. Right. And that's it. I mean, here we are. Back to the matter that, you know, I learned hanging out with you guys that the states are the only entity that can both propose and ratify their own amendment right that that tells you right there that the framers knew human nature and greed it's like do you want the same jury for every case in your community for their lifetime right like come on man nobody is that moral right nobody yep amen Hey, Izzy, we're going to get you some donations, dude. I, I, I really want to push hard for that. I agree with that. Um, we, we need to pour it out. I'm going to mention it right now on the podcast. Oh, we God. need to go whereisizzy.com, and you can make a donation in the upper right-hand corner in there, and that helps him get this done. And so that's where we can really not, – not all of us can get out there and walk with him for a bit. We sure as hell can uh, give him a little cash in the pocket so he can keep walking. Right. That's, that's the way everybody can walk with him. That, that, that 82% of people that support this but can't get out and raise this kind of awareness and don't have the ability to leave their homes, their families, their jobs, their things like that that they do, they can walk with him. And every dollar that they send to him is walking with him in support of this, and it's gaining media attention and exposure that is causing the – that is – influencing these legislators to step up and do the right thing and pass this so that we can change that system. Yeah, one hundred percent of that money goes directly to Izzy. Right to him. So that that enables him to get a new pair of shoes, you know? It's no different than being a missionary. You know, I I go to church and, and I've got missionaries that can go to uh to Africa or to you know the Ukraine or someplace like that. I can't do that. I I mean I got a family and, and I can't leave them for months at a time to do that, but I can support, support that missionary that can go there. That's a perfect and, analogy. Yeah. 
So it's it's a it's a good thing to do. And I mean, we're not talking about you know emptying your life savings. Good. We're talking about you know no, no. a little bit of money here to to help to to get a hotel every once in a while to have a shower every few days. You know, shoes mm-hmm. because you wear them out. Yeah, to buy new shoes and and realize that he's got bills at home too because he has a home. Aaron, you know, as far as North Carolina concerns, right now we're sitting in the Senate. We got we have ten pledge signers uh-huh. that we know we can count on their vote. And I've talked to uh, about eight more of them who who have told me verbally that yes, they would vote for it. So that's since I said eighteen, and then I have about eight more of them that I'm pretty sure will will vote with us. So I believe we have the votes. We have the votes in uh, rules. It's just a matter if one person will let us come up for the vote. He can vote no. That's fine. That's his prerogative. But to keep people from voting is a problem with with our legislatures. That you know his but his vote to bring us up, you know his his prerogative to bring us up keeps us from having a vote of what the constituents want. Right. His voice is more important than everybody else's. And that's what we're facing. And, and we and we have faced that before, as we discussed in West Virginia. So it's something that the there that the people here in North Carolina, where we sit today, as we're doing this, of course, this is going to everybody in all states, and we we've got things working in many states. But those listening in North Carolina, there needs to be pressure put on your senators, and especially the Senate Rules Chair, which is Senator Rayburn, and President. Uh, and the Senate president, um, Berger, that needs that they need to step up and give, you know, allow the vote to happen that the people want. Yeah, yeah they I need to. Oh, sorry, I go ahead. Do the right thing. It's, it's like way overdue, way overdue. Yeah, and all it takes is constituents. Guys, it's easy. I mean, just Google, you know, North Carolina Senate and find out who your state senator is. And call them, and and it's not even that scary. Sometimes I think, you know, sometimes it's intimidating because you're not sure how that process works. Well, here's how it works: you're not going to speak to the senator most times. <laughs> you're going to speak to an intern <laughs> or a legislative aide, um, and they're going to take a message for them. But they're going to make sure that it gets to the senator. And so making that phone call counts for more to them than emails do. A lot of times, emails kind of go to trash. To be frank. Um, and, uh, and that's an unfortunate thing or they get overlooked or whatever. Um, and so it's really important if you make a phone call, like that makes a, a more powerful impact. And, and if you live close to the, the capital or if you're crazy and you want to drive from way away from it and show up, like show up in person, they're supposed to represent you and, uh, you can have a quick conversation. Just re- keep it real simple and say, I support house joint resolution 172 and you need to too. Done. I mean, that makes a huge impact. You're going to, you're going to look like a hundred other people in their district to them because you took the effort to show up. That's how they're thinking. That senator or representative would gladly knock on your door to ask for your vote. Right. Knock on theirs. But now that it's not election season, it's up to you to go down there and tell them what you want. Right. Knock on their door. Go knock on their door and tell them, you know, you want, you want my vote. We want this. Yep. There you go. I love that. That's fantastic. That's a really good. I like that. <laughs> we got to use that all the time. Knock on their knock on their door. That's great. <clears throat> well, okay. Fair enough. I'm going to go watch some playoff hockey and hopefully they don't break my heart and then I'll have to cry for a little while. 
and shake it off. But uh, we'll see. We're, we're going to get all packed up and get ready for a 12-hour trip back home tomorrow. Yeah. But hopefully not a, a, a not war a story for a future podcast. <laughs> yes, please, dear God. <laughs> carry these people back home in one piece. Please. <laughs> and don't let any more fishing tackle be stolen. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good grief. <laughs> All right, y'all. You guys enjoy yourselves, and I'll talk to you pretty soon. Not your, not your. Yeah.